Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast. Andrea Earhart here, muralist, adventurer, and your host as I interview inspiring artists who are killing it in the art game to show you that it's completely possible to make a great living doing the thing you love to do. We highlight the business side of art to help you reach more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Enjoy the show. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. And that's it, so let's get on with the show. What are you doing? Oh, you're painting. What are you painting? What is that supposed to be? Oh, well, keep going. You'll you'll get there eventually. <laughs> All things that artists don't want to hear when, when we're painting anything. When someone comes up to me and says, what are you doing? I literally just want to be like, what does it look like? And on some days I've actually said that. (laughs) I'm like, immediately I'm like, oh man, that's not the right thing to say. They could be a potential customer. (laughs) Anyway, so it was painting murals, especially people will come up and just say, what is that? Or the worst is when people come up to me and they say, oh, that's, is that a squirrel? And it's like, a chipmunk or something close or it's a rabbit or it's just it's not quite there but there's it's getting there and it just looks ugly <laughs> it looks ugly at first okay all paintings look really 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 ugly at first <laughs> I'm just gonna say it and any artist who has been an artist for any amount of time knows this but I think it's just a really good reminder to all of us that paintings go through an ugly duckling stage just like you did in fifth grade whenever the boys didn't talk to you or was that just me (laughs) you went through an ugly duckling stage and look at you now you are blossomed into a swan and it was just a phase Well, that's exactly what painting is like every single day for me. And it's so funny because painting can be so therapeutic and just so peaceful. And I could pop in a podcast and it's just great. However, everything hits this point in the 
towards the beginning or maybe in the middle or even close to the end (laughs) where it's just not looking like I thought it was going to look or maybe I just haven't spent enough time on it and eventually it'll get there, but I'm starting to doubt myself (laughs) because this thing that I'm painting that someone is paying me to paint and expects this amazing outcome like I've mocked up for them from the Google image that I've taken online (laughs) and, and they expect it to be just amazing. And it doesn't look very good right now. And they're walking towards me and they're checking out progress to see how it is. And I just want to jump up and say, don't look at it just yet. Don't judge it. (laughs) It's not done yet. (laughs) So every painting goes through an ugly stage. And I'm hoping that if you're listening to this episode right now, you're currently painting, which I'm hoping that you're painting, and things maybe aren't looking exactly how you thought they would look for for now anyway like they will don't worry and i'm just here to do a little bit of encouragement by first telling you a couple stories about how some of my paintings hadn't turned out the way that i thought they were going to turn out and then they bam as soon as i put the highlight on it looks great and just some of the moments that i've had and also i want to just say a little ways to combat the ugly stage and give you a little bit more hope and to where you're not in that stage for very long. Because I will say, nowadays, I stress out out over it way less than I did in the beginning. So, let's start with some stories. (laughs) So, there was this one time that I vividly remember. (laughs) I was in New Brunswick, Canada, so right in like Maine area, so right in the very northeast. And I was painting some trees on this very, very big wall in a very popular outdoor store, which you might know. And we were up there, and it was the store was about two weeks from opening, I'd say. And so all of the construction guys and all of the manager women, all of the employees that were about to open the store and they were getting trained and they were setting up clothing and they were setting up gear and just everybody was in this store just manic trying to get it open within the next two weeks. And I got the job of painting on a wall right near the entrance, uh, one of the main walls, and it needed a bunch of trees. So I had never painted a large-scale tree before, ever, in my life, but they gave me a 30-foot wall by, I'd say it was maybe 10 to 15 foot high and 30 feet across, maybe 35 feet, I don't know. The wall was freaking huge, and they wanted trees uh, all along it, so... I said, no problem. (laughs) Actually, another artist was to my right working and doing the exact same thing I was doing, only she had been there two years longer than me and has definitely painted trees before. And we actually look alike. We both had red hair. So (laughs) they were like, if this artist can do it, she can do it. They're very similar. And I was like, okay, just sweating bullets. And so I hop up on my lift and I start to paint trees. And I'm looking over to see what she's doing. I'm looking at everybody else watching me and (laughs) I'm just painting trees just going along and I step back and I realize that I have no idea what I'm doing (laughs) like no idea and I'm like oh no these people are paying me to do this thing and what am I doing here and (laughs) they're gonna know and I'm gonna get moved and it's not gonna be good and so I hop back up there 
And I just keep trying. And I just keep trying it. And I remember it vividly because that mural, I'm sure, is still up there, although it should not be. And <laughs> I painted the trees the only way I knew how. And that was, it, they, they honestly, they looked like they were being blown by the wind if you can imagine that there was no crisp lines I just put I just put a bunch of marks up there in different ways and at one point someone came by one of the workers was like that's a really interesting approach I kind of like that and it really helped my confidence I'm like oh great and then he says (laughs) it looks like they're in motion it looks like they're moving and I'm like great yeah that's exactly that's exactly what I was going for thank you (laughs) he walks off and then I could just see the disappointment in the head imagery person's face when he was when he saw my trees because they just they didn't look like they should they just didn't and but I was trying my best and it ended up working out, uh, adding a couple highlights making them look decent and it ended up working out so I just want to reassure you that if you are currently painting something and it's currently in the ugly stage, just be thankful that you don't have an audience of a hundred people watching you. It's totally okay to be unsure about where to go. But the one mistake that I wish that I did not make during that time, I wish that I could go tap myself on the shoulder and hand myself a stack of reference photos. I wish that I could just hand myself those reference photos and tell myself to just copy what the reference photo says to do. Because I don't know how I got it in my head way back in the day that I could paint anything out of my head. And that's just not true. (laughs) That's not true for anyone just starting out. The only way that someone can paint something from their head, really, I think, is if they've painted it before several times and they basically have it memorized. If someone is painting something for the very first time, you need a reference photo and you need a good one. So that's my first advice for if your painting is in the ugly stage, get more reference photos. Google them. You know, look online. Uh, Look at how things are painted. So sometimes whenever I'm trying to paint something like a tree, I'll actually look up painted tree or a tree painting. And so that way I can see how someone else has painted it and I can choose to copy it or I can, you know, make it my own or I can take several different, you know, routes and do, or do all of the above. Sometimes I'll print out even painted trees and then sometimes I'll print out real trees and then just kind of mesh them in and, you know, make something completely original out of that. But looking up different photos is the key. And the one thing that I wish that I would have given myself or someone would have came up and handed me reference photos in that moment. (laughs) And okay, there's another one. So I have another story for you. (laughs) Another learning experience. I was about to paint brick. And if anybody has ever painted brick before, yeah, it's just not that not that fun. It's just not. <laughs> and so I messaged one of my good friends, good muralist friends, Whitney. She's in Houston. She's murals by Whitney on Instagram because I had remembered that Whitney had painted several brick walls, very like very cool faux brick walls. And I'm like, okay, there's got to be a trick to this. Like, what do I do? And so not even thinking about any tricks that I could do, I messaged her and I'm like, hey, 
I see you've painted bricks. How can I paint bricks easier? How do you do it? Is there a certain like color palette that you use that really works? What like what what's working? And she goes, girl, get a stencil. <laughs> and I was like, oh, light bulb moment of stencil, of course. So I hopped on the internet and I ordered a stencil and it saved me so, 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 so much time. So tip number two, if you are going through the ugly stage right now and you just can't stand it anymore, is to reach out to your art mentor or post in the Artist Academy group, or reach out to someone who you know has painted the thing that you're trying to paint because there there is someone out there trying that has already painted and has already done the things that you've wanted to do, and they have experience with it, and they will not be bothered if you message them. I'm going to say that again. They are not going to be bothered by you messaging them. I promise. I have never, ever, ever, ever thought, ugh, why is she messaging me about this? This is so easy. Why can't she just figure this out herself? I have never thought that in my head when someone has reached out to me and asked, hey, how do I paint brick? Or, hey, how do I paint this or that? And really, I wish you guys would do it more. I'm just going to say that because, you know, I do this art coaching program, the Artist Academy. I'm sure you've heard about it by now. (laughs) And I help artists, you know, with the business side of it, but I can also help with painting. And so if you guys are stuck and you don't know how to paint something, please reach out to me because I would love to help you. There is this thing inside of me that it gets a lot of fulfillment to helping someone else go through or work through the things that I have already gone through. So like I just mentioned, painting trees in front of everybody, I wish there was an art mentor there who had this, you know, educational um, bug in them that wanted to come up and just tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, I can help you. Here you go. And really, I wish that I would have reached out way more. Actually, yeah, I, I can't even blame it on everybody else not coming up to me. No, no, they didn't know. They didn't know that I was going through this crazy mental battle in my head, not feeling good enough. <laughs> like, they didn't know. So it was really up to me. And But I felt like I would bother them back in the day. And I wish that I did not. So which is why I'm telling you, do not make the same mistakes that I did. You are not going to be bothering anybody And, you know, if they don't explain it the way you understand it first, you're not going to be bothering them by saying, hey, I kind of understand. Can you explain more? (laughs) You know, because several students have said that to me. I I work with Samantha Cox here locally. And there's a couple of times where I'm like, here, just do that. And she's like, I can kind of tell she doesn't understand. I'm like, okay, or do that. And she's like, okay. And then she gets it. <laughs> but but and then once you know, you know. You know, we painted some ground and we painted some background leaves and stuff. And it was something she had never painted before. And now if somebody asked her to go paint ground and background leaves, she's going to be like, oh, I got this. Don't worry. But the first time you paint anything, it's like a deer in headlights feeling. I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Like the first time I painted a flower, I was like, what is this? What is this demon? thing. This looks so nice and this looks so colorful. Why is this so hard? (laughs) You know? And so yeah, reach out to other artists, get better reference photos. And my last tip on here is that it does get easier 
as you get more experience. And I know you don't want to hear that. I know that you want to hear this, you know, you want, you just want to link to this resource that's going to, you know, show you ways to be more confident in five minutes and all of that. But it really does. Experience makes you so much less stressed. And working with other artists here locally and, you know, at our mural meetup that we just did, I can see the fear in their eyes and they're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's like, a, it's not like a super scared fear. It's just like a, whoa, I've never done this before. This is, this is new. This is exciting, but this is new. And I remember that feeling. And it's funny because now I'm having to teach myself through watching you guys paint. And I'm like, oh, now I know how to paint or now I know how to teach you because I'm now seeing what you're doing wrong. I had no idea how to tell you how to do this because this is something that I just do, but now I'm seeing where you're catching up with it. So it's making me a better teacher working with some of these students and seeing where they're getting messed up and where they're, you know, or where they're getting hung up and where where they're, what's super easy for them because, yeah, so that's why we had this mural meetup, which I just talked about in the last solo episode. If you haven't heard about that, it was wonderful. And go check it out in the last solo episode I did. But yeah, so getting to work with other artists. And I just, I see you guys getting really, really hung up when it's something is in the ugly stage, which is why I really wanted to just come on and talk about it for a second and just normalize it. It is so, so normal to absolutely hate your painting for the first 90% of it. And often when people come to me and they're like, hey, this painting isn't, you know, this isn't going the way I would like it to go. Really, the number one tip that I give people is add a highlight, like add that highlight and add it last. Don't add the highlight at first. Add all the dark colors and just do your, you know, your base colors. And then as you keep going, you keep, you know, making it more 3D and then you add the highlight in the end. And a lot of people, including myself, just, I just forget to add that little bit of highlight in the end. It just makes it that little, you know, the highlight on the eye or that like little extra one layer of really light color in the fur or what have you. It's always the highlights that makes it just amazing. And then you get to step back and you get to like it. Uh, another one is one tip, just la- last minute tip on here is to take a photo of it. When I take a photo of it and I see it through the camera lens, it's like seeing it through someone else's eyes and it just helps to you to know what to do. Another one is to sleep on it. <laughs> if you don't like it, you know, work through it as much as you can. But when you really think it's going downhill, stop, sleep on it, and then come back to it. And then sometimes rest heals, rest, it really just rejuvenates your mind. Sleeping cures all of these things in your mind and it can really rejuvenate it. And the next day, I've even had, this sounds really weird, but I've even had like dreams where I just know what to do. And it sounds really weird, but then I'll wake up and be like, oh, I, I kind of remember that, but I'm going to change it a little bit and then now it's fine. And then I, I put it into place and then I know what to do. And that sounds a little far-fetched, but that's just another little bit of tip with it. Those are all the things that I do to try to combat the ugly stage of a painting. And I hope this helps. <laughs> and I hope that you're in a, in a place where you're painting right now and it's in the ugly stage, like I said, and I hope you're, I hope you just relax take a deep breath and just keep 
doing it take get some more reference photos and just keep going along and keep listening to podcasts and music and whatever uplifts you and motivates you because you'll get through it because every other painting that you've done if you think about it it's you've hated it at some point and it it all works out it'll work out just keep going at it don't stop and don't, you know, put it to the side and say, oh, oh I'll, I'll start another one. Don't do that. <laughs> Finish this one first and get it past this stage and to where you're proud of it. And then you can post about it, put it online, talk about it, talk about how you struggled with it. Talk about how, you know, you, it was in this phase and then, and now you like it, but blah, blah, blah. Like talk about that online because it's so relatable. Just like you're relating to me right now, people, other artists will, will relate to you and it'll make them feel a lot better about it too. So if you know anybody who is stuck in the ugly stage maybe and is just fighting with themselves in their head, please send them this podcast episode to make them feel better about it and post about it online and just spread the knowledge. But I wanted to normalize the ugly stage and know that your ugly duckling will will transform into a beautiful swan very, very, very soon, as long as you keep going at it. Okay, have a great week. Thanks for listening. If you give a review of the podcast, I will shout you out on my Instagram story. So just go do a review and then send it to me via DM and I will thank you so, so, so much for it and I'll share your art on my Instagram story to help you get more followers because that's what we're doing. Post it on Instagram every day. We're trying to get more followers. Let me help you. Help me help you. All right. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. This episode is sponsored by the Mural Master Program inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership. This program is specifically designed to help you with every step of the mural process. From coming up with an idea, to finding a wall to paint it on, to pitching your ideas to businesses, and finally, of course, I teach you exactly how to paint large scale. Murals are a lot of fun and a great way to grow your art business. I know because it has been one of the top ways that I've been able to grow my own art business as quickly as I have. With several years of experience as a muralist, I've dialed down the painting techniques, the proposals, the pitching, the whole bit. And now I've compiled it into one resource for you called the Mural Master Program. This is included inside of the Artist Academy Advanced Membership, and I would love to invite you to join us by going to artistacademy.co, that is artistacademy.co, and click the link to see the Mural Master Program and learn more. If you've enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. If you review our podcast and send a screenshot of that review to me on Instagram, I am art by Andrea Earhart. I will gladly share your art on my Instagram story with a reach of over 60,000 as a thank you for helping us grow this Artist Academy community. And speaking of community, if you would like to be a part of our absolutely free and very encouraging community on social media, just head over to facebook.com slash groups slash Artist Academy, and I will see you next week.